2: 651 641 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. And we're asking you to brag about your random acts of kindness, either ones that you've done on other people or that other people have done for you. Uh, this is My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Well, hello there. Hey, how's it going? You know. Okay, so the reason I'm asking for people to brag about their random acts of kindness. I know it's hard for people to because we're I was gonna Minnesotan. say
1: Minnesotans, you want us to brag?
2: Well, I again I know it's hard. However, um, it turns out it's like super good for your health to do random acts of kindness. So you can just brag about it and maybe it will also make you more healthy. Six five one, six four one, one oh seven
1: one. How does it make us more healthy?
2: Okay, so this is what's cool. So apparently when you do any kind of act of kindness where you put the well being of others before yourself um, without expecting anything in return, it actually stimul- stimulates the reward centers in your brain and it gives you a helper's high. So then it makes you actually like physically happier. Oh,
1: so doing the thing is healthy, not the bragging about it. No. I thought you were saying that like if you brag about doing the good thing, you're going to feel good. I was like, wow, that is interesting. I mean, not I that this isn't interesting. I bet
2: it'll like, but I bet it will. Like, I bet if you brag about it, it'll be yeah. like reliving it. Maybe you'll get like a little high, you mm-hmm. know, like a little buzz. I, I, like a little helper's you know, buzz.
1: I like to get a buzz. Not really, a but... A
2: buzz. 651-641-1071. <laughs> one, one, oh, Holly, who do we have on the line? We have Mary. Hello, Mary. Mary! Are you there? Hello. Hi. There she is. Mary, Hi. tell us about a time that you, uh, that you committed a random act of kindness or had one on you. Well... It's not necessarily
0: me because all I did was watch my neighbor's cats over the holidays. No big deal. I mean, it's like eight steps away from my back door. But as a thank you from them and their house cleaners, they came and did a deep thorough clean of my home Mm-mm. right before my aunt showed up. Perfect <gasps> timing.
2: How cool is that. That's awesome. Okay, it was so fabulous. I hope they're Absolutely feeling good about fabulous. that. Oh, thank and you. We like share food back and forth. Oh yeah, they are awesome. Thank you for your call, Mary. Thanks, Mary. Um so you know, it's interesting because uh I've been thinking about these like random acts of kindness. So I listened to a podcast that's hosted by Dr. Michael Osterholm. Yeah. Who's like an that epidemiologist. Guy. Mm-hmm. I love him and he is like he 's like the the voice when it comes to uh, covid nineteen and i 'm like okay, whatever he says i 'm here for it anyway he when he started to talk about covid nineteen and you know how people were feeling about this pandemic, et cetera, he was like let 's start a pandemic of kindness, and so he highlights every week on his podcast random acts of kindness that people like brag on themselves that that's they did. awesome and it like i, I there's got to be some sort of like um what's the word for like the effect when somebody tells you about something and then you feel the effect of it is that a, like is apathy? that a thing i i don't know what that is i'm just <laughs> kidding i'm just kidding no but wow, i do think that there's so much <laughs> i do think that there's like sort of some sort of like um, physiological thing that happens in people when you hear about a random act of kindness yeah well and what it does for other the converse people.
1: is a lesson we learn daily which is frustrating right you turn on the news it's a bunch of bad news you're in a bad right mood. that's
2: true surprise that's true. um so holly do we have another caller yeah let's go to sue hi sue sue what is the random act of kindness that you committed on somebody else or that somebody gifted to you
0: You know, I was just thinking about it an hour before your show, and it did make me feel better to remember this. Um, I had a little, like, craft sewing machine for sale on Facebook Marketplace um, last year. A woman inquired that was in 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 a shelter with her children, and I'd already sold the sewing machine, but I sent her a big box of, like,
2: miscellaneous craft supplies for her kids,
1: Oh, that's awesome! Oh, that's
2: so awesome! Yeah, it and really I, did feel good. Yeah, thank thank you for your call. Um, you know, it's interesting when she said she'll never forget it. The thing, like, I I I'm, I don't have well, I probably do have like a random act of kindness that I could brag about, but I when I was the first time I was a recipient of something like that felt really random. Um, like I will never forget that it happened like oh geez thirteen years ago. And I was at a coffee shop and um my son was at swimming lessons and my husband was at swimming lessons with mm-hmm. him and I'd like gone over to get coffee and I was up at the front, I ordered my coffee drink, and it was like at the time I was like treating myself to like a frou fru coffee drink. Yeah. Because I had like a young child and I probably hadn't slept the night before. And they asked, you know, they said that'll be however much money. And I went into my purse to grab my wallet and and I had forgotten it at home. Oh. And I was just in such a place that I like started crying oh. <laughs> about it. And the woman behind me was like, I got it. Don't worry about it. And I was like, can I have your address so I can pay you back? And she was like, nope. She was like, pay it forward. That's she was like, sweet. You buy for somebody else. So after that, okay, well, I guess this is sort of like how it got passed on. After that, like at least once a month when I go to Starbucks, I buy for the car behind me. Because I'm just like somebody did that for me when I. Yeah, I, really I always find it.
1: I, like I just find it the whole coffee thing interesting, right? Like why that has taken off from uh, yeah, like a pop know. culture thing. Like people are maybe it's just because it's so easy to be like I'll pay for the person behind me,
2: and because it's usually like relatively inexpensive, right? Like you know, you know somebody does that like for going, me, and I'm
1: going to be like, what do they want from me? What did they put in my stuff? is there something in my drink?
2: Have you never had anybody in front of you pay for you no. at the drive-through? No. Oh my gosh. It's like the best but see then you then you got to pay for the car behind you I, I have and then f- that just keeps going.
1: Yeah, well uh, <laughs> so I have a friend who always is trying to do nice things like that where she'll <laughs>
2: how annoying. I know
1: it's so annoying. Uh, no, but she'll like be like, "Oh, I'll I'll get it like if we go get coffee or something." she will be like, "I'll get yours." And I'm like, "No." You cannot get my thing. Like, you know, once in a while is fine. But, like, I don't know what it says about me that I'm like, don't do nice things for me. Stop it.
2: Okay, so that's really weird, too, because, like, I'll do that to people. And yeah. I had one friend who I, I'm not in contact with anymore. But whenever I would do that, she would get really mad.
1: Well, yeah, I don't get I mad because like, I'm grateful. But at the same time, I'm just like, you don't need to do that. I'm like a f- fully functioning, you know, like, like you and I are sitting here. There's no need for you to pay for me. I'm good.
2: Maybe she but, just wants to be healthy.
1: No, no, I'm not, What I'm saying here is that she's doing yeah. the right thing. I'm curious why my reaction is so like, you know, Stop how dare you do things. something nice? You're so mean. You're so mean.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Holly, do we have any other callers? Yeah, let's let have, have Tiffany give us the last word here.: Perfect. Hi, Tiffany. Tiffany, tell mm-hmm. us about a random act of kindness.
0: Hi, guys. So I have somebody that did it for me. I was a single mom with twins, and they were babies, and my daughter wouldn't stop crying. I thought something was wrong with her, so I took her to the emergency room. And all she needed was to be held by another nurse because they could feel my anxiety, or the baby Aww. could feel my anxiety. Aww. So they walked around with her while I could sit on a couch and just kind of breathe a little bit. Oh, my so that gosh. that was really nice. That's
1: so what sweet. What The other Story. way,
0: I did it. A different way is that um, Winneka, I live in New Hope in Winneka and Medicine Lake, it's really busy. And an older lady was on, I got out of my car, I parked in parking lot, got out of my car, I walked over to her. It was a snow thing. she was trying to cross the street, I thought. So I ran across the street to go help her and she says, oh no honey, I'm just waiting for the bus. So uh-huh. well, I tried to help her, but she says that that's the sweetest thing that anybody's done for her.
2: Oh, oh, that is so sweet. Thank you for sharing that, Tiffany.
1: People are so sweet. Have a
2: great day. Yeah, they are. When we come back on the Colleen and you know Bradley what I want to show, do for now you? we're going to no, 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 bust Colleen. up all those good... No. What, what, what? You, just,
1: what? you just sit right there. I'm okay. going to do this for you.
2: Oh, thanks. Okay. When thanks. we
1: come back, you guys, we're going to ruin all this happy talk, and we're going to go after somebody named Alec Baldwin because he's a loser, <laughs> and we'll tell you why in just a minute, right here on My Talk 107.1.
2: Well, I think we were all waiting for Alex Baldwin to do something dumb like this again on the <laughs> Colleen and Bradley show, My MyTalk One O seven one, streaming live at mytalk com. everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi! Hi! And, uh, oops, he did it again.
1: Oops, he did it again. He left Twitter cause he's... A child. Okay. Um, Hasn't
2: he been through anger management, like, more than once? What I
1: love about this is he has no self-awareness, and it's evidenced by some of the audio you're going to hear. So, I want you to hear a little bit about, he left Twitter, but then went over to Instagram to tell us that he left Twitter, because oh, Twitter is horrible, but Instagram's so much better, even though it's also horrible. But we'll get to this. So, this is uh, this is a little bit of audio, but uh, we're going to play a minute, and I and I think it's valuable. So... Go with me. You're to paint this picture. Alec Baldwin is driving in his uh, very uh, well appointed vehicle. You can see the sort of like Burlwood steering wheel that he's driving around in. Um, It's just about a minute of a much longer 10 minute extemporaneous. uh, Mouthful uh, that goes up on Instagram live. And this is this is in response, oh I should tell you, this is in response yeah, yeah, yeah. to a tweet that he tweeted trying to make a joke at the expense of Gillian Anderson, who we learned can speak with two accents. He he tried to make a joke at her expense, saying like, oh, look somebody who changes their accent that's funny referencing of course all the drama around his wife faking her accent for the last Mm -hmm. however many years
2: who's not by the way from spain
1: yeah so has nothing to do we can talk about that at length but i want you to hear what he had to say about leaving twitter yesterday on instagram hey
0: everybody driving home from work Wanted to post a quick video to say that I deactivated my Twitter account today. I found myself um, writing a little mention. Uh, I, I don't want to drag other people into my uh, my uh, debates or what have you, but I noticed that someone said, "Oh, that this actress, who I won't mention, uh, uh, had switched accents uh, during the press for her show from her." American, from her accent from another country to uh, an American accent. And I just wrote, oh, that's interesting. And of course, you can't do any irony on uh, Twitter. You can't do any irony in the United States anymore, because the United States is such a uptight.
1: Um, okay, so that's, that's Alec Baldwin talking why, why about how. You, why geez. don't you
2: move to your wife's native Spain then?
1: Yes, right. Oh, hey. hey, guys. Hi. I'm just in my. <laughs> I mean, I'm just in my car, and I uh, just want to let you know, because I know you were concerned. I have decided to leave Twitter, because I tried to make a funny about a lady. I'm not even going to mention her name. She's a nice lady. I don't have anything against this lady, but you can't make a joke about anybody in this day and age, and blah, blah, blah. That goes on, and I'm not kidding you when I tell you I wish we had ten minutes to play the entire thing, because it just paints a picture for how annoying alec baldwin is as a human being Mm -hmm. and he does all of those things that people do when they're not willing to own their stuff everything is everyone else's fault Mm -hmm. it's just like a cranky old dude who can't accept that his wife did something dumb won't own it and he can't let it go right
2: which, oh, I, he he infuriates me. This is what frustrates me about Alec Baldwin is that I actually, I don't know, I have that conflict with him that I've had with so many other um, actors and artists where I'm like, I don't like him as a person. And I can tell I don't like him as a person, right? Yeah. Because like you said, no self-awareness. I mean, he's just a mess and he's rude and he's he sort of like plays from his own rule book and not in like a like you know a stick it to the man kind of way yeah like he is the man kind of way um but i think a lot of the roles he plays and a lot of the things he does are hilarious but he's just so frustrating and so like i'm predisposed so when that whole thing started i was like feeling the pinpricks of like annoyance hey
1: guys because it's the it's the tone of his voice all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen Diener of the Unidentified Alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the Unidentified Alien podcast or UAP for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe
2: Pretty sure that's JLo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is
1: Chris Jenner,
2: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: Oh, where he's just like, I'm going to tell you how this is.
1: You know, and, and like my wife dude, is... like
2: you said, no self-awareness.
1: My wife is beautiful and she's just the most amazing woman and to see the... Just disgusting behavior by people in this world today. It's really frustrating.
2: And actually, all that tells me (laughs) is that you guys live in this sort of like insulated like world where you think you guys are always right and everybody else is always wrong. Also, you're not willing to like actually examine the perspective of other people to see what they might not like about what you did.
1: Yeah, like self-reflection. Also, who cares? Why are you doing this? You have other... And he talks... Oh, my God. There's a whole long stretch. And I wanted to to give you a little bit uh, more. I just wanted to read you one other thing that he said that drove me nuts. But he goes on this whole thing about, I don't need to work right now you know i just i really don't need to i don't need to do stuff because i've worked really hard in my whole life and right now i can you know take the time to be a father and i just want to tell you what it's like to be a father of a certain age and i know a lot of you out there point out that i'm so much older like i know how old i am and he does this whole thing and I'm like, what are you even, like, what, do you have nobody in your life who listens to you that you need to turn your camera on your phone as you're driving home from whatever it is that you do, Alec Baldwin about, that's like something that is just so, like, it, it's petty and it shows you how petty he is
2: but see that's what he's doing though like he's creating his own reality in his like little family ecosystem yeah right like he's got his wife and the two of them just like blow sunshine up each other's rear ends um they and should then, hook up with the um the doorbell sonner. <laughs> yeah the doorbell sonner. yes
1: the guy who likes certified
2: health nut be the-
1: behind That's what
2: they do, though. The two of them, they just, you know, take turns. Who's the sunshine and who's the back door? Somebody needs to tap into that for renewable energy, please. So
1: can I also just share with you really quickly? He goes on to say, you know, he's talking about also he goes, I'm a huge, huge fan of Jillian Anderson. He says, like, I'm a huge, huge fan. I'm like, are you doing your impression? he doesn't say her name? No, he doesn't say her name ever because he doesn't want to drag her into this. I'm like too late for that, Alec Baldwin. She's in it. Um, he goes, You
2: did it already, dude.
1: He goes on to say, but I find on Twitter, of course, which is where all the bleep polls in the United States and beyond go to get their advanced degrees and bleep holiness that Twitter is a place I used to use as a news aggregator suppose uh-huh. I'm gonna have to find some other place now.
2: yeah but you're gonna uh-huh. be back so what does that say of about course yeah, yeah. let's say thank in you. two weeks like he was last time also thank you for telling us you left Twitter yeah because you need attention that badly on Instagram sorry and rant when we come back <laughs> more d-bags okay celebs behaving badly after this on my talk 1071.
1: Back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk1071, streaming live doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. Colleen Lindstrom, I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Hi. Roberts. Hi. And it's time for those cra- Nope. Uh, celebrities, celebrities behaving, badly. behaving badly. Lord and Lady D Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag
2: of the day. Who's your D-bag, Bradley? Thank you for asking, Dylan Efron. Yes, he's related to Wait, sync. what?
1: I know. Why are
2: you calling him a D-bag today?
1: Well, okay, so here's the story. Zach Efron's brother, Dylan, jumps for joy as he completes 14-day hotel quarantine in Sydney. Now, there's a backstory here, and to explain why this is so frustrating, let me take you back, because I've had to endure 14 days of Dylan Efron
2: Aww. on
1: social media, um, you've
2: had to. <laughs>
1: you know it's rough. Actually, probably not even a week. Um, but I I started following him. We talked about him last week for some reason. Maybe because we learned yeah. that he was quarantining, and
2: because he was in quarantine, and because you were like, he's doing, he's giving us like a daily update on his quarantine. Is that and that's why you've been spending your last fourteen days with him?
1: Yeah. So every time I check my Instagram and I go through my stories, I see stories of of Dylan Efron, because he does these updates. You guys, after like a day, I was done with this, and I was like, oh my God, what is a Dylan Efron? Now, for those of you who don't know, he is the brother of...
2: Zach Efron. Zach
1: Efron. You probably figured that out. He's 29 years young, and uh, he's a TV producer. Now, I don't know exactly what he's doing in... Um, Australia, but I would imagine he's going to be hanging out with his brother, probably working on some I bet he's
2: just, like, going to be, like, be hot with his bro.
1: And he's an Instagram influencer, but it was the most Instagram-influency experience, and you guys, right now, I don't know that you want to make your life seem very difficult because you're being forced to stay in a hotel for two weeks to be in Australia. Yeah. So, okay, for example, point. you'll see him like the videos will be him working out. And then he gets like these food deliveries, like they'll deliver food to his room and he picks out the food and he's like, oh, my God, what is this? Look what I have to eat today. And then he's like, oh, you guys, I'm going crazy. I don't know what I'm going to do. And you're like, yeah, but you're in a nice hotel. Um. And like most and people, people are bringing you food, and people are bringing you food, and you don 't really have to do anything for fourteen days it 's not like he 's sick it 's not like he's I should say he 's not quarantining because he's sick or anything he 's just doing right. the quarantine because he traveled in Australia right now has a very strict procedure that you have to be quarantined for two weeks before you can go out into the general population and then today, finally, he reached the end of his quarantine. And he does this video where it's like him jumping out of the hotel, and there's like they the Daily Mail caught up with this experience, and there's video of his like camera guy in front of the hotel filming <laughs> Dylan Ephron jumping out of the hotel lobby, and he's like, "Yeah, man, freedom." I'm like, okay, I so- just do you know how privileged?" And full of yourself, you look right now, Mr. Efron, do so you? So there's
2: a, I think it's on Netflix. I'm looking to find out where it is. Okay, there's this movie or documentary on Netflix called Instafamous. famous mm-hmm. Have you seen anything about this? No. I think I'm going to watch it because it's it actually, um, it tells the story of inst- people who are trying to be Instagram influencers. Yeah. And it shows sort of the lengths that they go to to do that. Mm -hmm. And like the things that they do to make the places that they look look sexy and beautiful. Yeah. And all I get from it is that it looks flippin' exhausting. Oh, God. And and that's what I'm getting from your story of...
1: of If you... Go to the da- brother. the the Daily Mail article that I posted, and you just look at the video of like his camera dude, who's you know they've probably been in uh, strict isolation and planning their next project when he gets out. It it's hard not to get the impression with Dylan Efron that he is a famous actor's celebrity brother,
2: right? You right, know what right, I right. mean, like trying to pave his own way.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. On somebody else's coattails.
2: <laughs> oh gosh, this is awkward, you guys.
1: Yeah, no, it's really awkward. And yeah, again, I'm happy because Zach's happy. He's got his brother there.
2: Yeah, but I mean, we're saying that assuming that the two of them are going to hang out together, and that's why he's there.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly we don't know what don't kind know. of
2: relationship they have.
1: I mean, they they clearly are buddies. There's like pictures of them in a waterfall, like touching okay, each other. Then oh
2: yeah. yeah. Okay then. They're good. More of that content. Also, do you remember when we learned that Zac Efron had a brother? And it was like with a BuzzFeed article that was like, hey, everybody, Zac Efron has a brother and he's as hot as Zach." And we were like, we're were, going to stick with the original. (laughs) We were like, we're I mean, he's not ugly
1: at all. No, but
2: he's not. There's only one. And he
1: does. He oddly, I shouldn't say it's odd because I think some siblings have this trait where they just seem far closer, like, much more like cookie cutouts of their their siblings, but he literally sounds like Zac Efron. Like, when you listen to his voice, like, you hmm. can definitely tell that they're brothers.
2: Would you like to know who my yes?
1: Is who is your um, demon?
2: Get your finger on the ding.
1: Oh, hey. Uh,
2: Those not the ding. Sorry, on the frequent flyer. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, it's Bradley. I got Always. it. Thank you. Chloe <laughs> Kardashian.
1: Wow. What's bong. going on with her?
2: Um she is toxic. She is toxic. Um she Okay, so I don't know if you know this, but Good American, which is her clothing brand. Yeah. Uh they're releasing sho- a line of shoes. Did you know that? All right.
1: Yes, we, you knew that. Of course, we you did. Knew that, knew that right? Yeah. Didn't we just talk yeah, about because that?
2: Because we've been talking about yeah. this. Yes, exactly. And the thing we were talking about was that like weird, stretchy picture of her. Um, and the reason that we were talking about that stretchy picture was not because her feet and her hands looked gigantic <laughs> with this photo technique that they used. No, that she threw, but rather like, than her, of
1: filters on her face.
2: Her face didn't look like her. Yeah. Well, guess what? I've got great
1: news. It's not her face. We have proof.
2: no oh. uh she's at it again. Oh. she did she was not she was not um she was not distracted one bit by the public's reaction to the fact that she was posting pictures of not her face and so she went ahead and posted more pictures of not her face. so in the promotion of these new good American shoes and also her denim jeans, which by the way are straight out of the nineties and not in a good way. Can you look at this ad with the jeans that she's selling? We don't want those back. They weren't flattering the first time. They're not gonna be flattering the second time. Okay. So there's a Ah, lot happening. (laughs) So I feel like what you're reacting to is her face right now, right? (laughs) Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Was it the jeans? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, which part of this? Because no. there's a lot to deconstruct in this. yeah here's what
1: I'm reacting to. It's the okay, hair.
2: Yep. Okay. So that's not her and hair either. The jeans
1: either. that are pulled all the way up to her nipples.
2: Yes, and nobody that wants weird to wear those flattering jeans. or unflattering cut. That's like going to be real roomy through the hips and thighs, like also, all the way down. Da- I mean,
1: the amount no. of filters on that.
2: Thank you. And guess what? So this is like, so, so just to bring everybody up to speed, she posts this picture of herself promoting her good American shoes. And, In the Photoshop of it, or not Photoshop, but the, like, photograph technique, it looks like it's through, like, a fisheye lens, so her feet are 25 feet long, and her hands look like gigantic, weird alien hands, and people were actually remarking on the fact that her face wasn't her face, but she was like, you guys, it's called a photo trick, and it's, you guys are so rude, I mean, she clapped back with her gigantic alien hands, (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and, we
2: were, and we were all over here being like, girl, no, we didn't care about your hands or your feet. We were looking at your face, which wasn't your face. Yeah. So then in response to that, she posts or she puts out a whole new um, campaign of her that's not her face. My point is this, girl, stop. Just yeah. knock it off. Please, somebody take Photoshop away from her she or really whatever is. face filter app she's using. Take it away from her.
1: I mean, what is she running from? Like, because I guarantee she looks far better. Her (laughs) family? It's not working very well. But I I guarantee that she looks far better as she really is than she portrays herself to be through the effect of filters and extreme photoshopping and you guys i know it's hard when this is not a visual medium but this is not a petty understatement like this is just like that's not i mean nobody would question the vera- you know how they're always like oh my god this tom cruise fake video sh- is sh- should be disturbing to all of us you ain't faking anybody or fooling anybody with this Right. like It's so clear. This is not a deep fake. It is just a sad. It's just a lazy fake. (laughs) fake. Yeah.
2: It's just a fake.
1: Exactly. Also,
2: speaking of deep fakes, suddenly I'm thinking it's probably super easy to do a deep fake of Khloe Kardashian because like you could really slap any face on there and nobody would be the wiser because she never uses her own face. Oh, good point. See what I mean? Yeah. Uh Like Bradley, we could put your face uh, mm. uh, on her body and do a deep fake, and people would be like, "That's Chloe." That's I don't need Chloe to be Kardashian. recognized
1: any more than we already are.
2: Right? It's, so, <laughs> it's hard. so hard
1: being on the radio where people see my face all day.
2: Oh, jeez. Anyway, my point is this: girl, Chloe, no, put it down. We're done. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, she's not the only Kardashian that we need to have a discussion about. We got to talk about Kim. Oh. We gotta talk about Kim right. and how much she cares for her kids after this <sighs> on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. No Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hey, how's it going? No. Uh did you know, Bradley, that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are getting divorced? What? I know. Duh. Yeah, you did know. We all knew. We Where knew have you before been? we were supposed to know. Um we've been hearing these rumors forever, but now it's official. So you might be wondering, what's going to come of that museum of a house that Kanye um designed that
1: what's they've gonna been be, living in? What's going to become of that house that Kanye designed that they've been living in?
2: Oh my gosh, I'm so glad You asked. This is that Hidden Hills home that we've all become quite familiar with. The one that has like nuns
1: showing up to like patch like holes in the wall.
2: I don't remember that part. Yeah, there's like,
1: I think it's either monks or nuns (gasps) for a very specific place in like Spain Mm -hmm. to fix the wall or floor um, in the
2: foyer. Yeah, right. In this
1: home. Well, I I think it might be in the home in general, but anyway, yeah, yeah.
2: So Holly wants to live in this house. I'm ready. Um, She's ready to move in. Um, I bet, you know, to be perfectly honest, Holly, I bet you could move in and they'd never know you were there because this thing is H-U-G-E huge. Anywho, um, Kim is going to get it. Kim is going to get the Hidden Hills home. And this is according to TMZ. So there's a lot to unpack here in uh, Team Cobra land, right? Okay. Because we we don't just read the words, we read what's behind the words. So TMZ is reporting that Kim Kardashian uh, will be keeping her four kids in the only home they've ever known. And it's this Hidden Hills home. And this is the one, and this is surprising apparently to some because Kanye designed the home. Um, but Kim and Kanye have decided that Kim will take the home with the children because it's near her family, it's the only home they've ever known, and it's what's right for the kids. Okay. First of all, I just need to get this off my chest. Okay. I've never thought that that home was good for kids.
1: Because yeah, you can't touch
2: it's, anything. It's all, like, yeah, you can't it's touch anything. Show. It is a show home. Secondly, can you look... Can you just take get an eyeful? Like, can you tell me what you are seeing when you look at this house from above?
1: Um, it's Gigantosaurus Rex.
2: It literally looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven homes knit together. Yeah. And seven large homes knit together mm-hmm. to be one gigantic home. It has a full basketball court. I mean, listen, I'm not shocked by this, right? Like. I'm sure people are out there being like, why are you surprised? I'm not surprised. It's Kim and Kanye. Of course, the thing is huge. I just need to take a quick side moment to try to like imagine what it would be like to live in a home that Holly would get lost in if we sent her there. I'll find and the Froyo would... machine. <laughs> I'm just telling well, you, that's where she'll be. She'll be under the Froyo machine.
1: We do remember that they have a uh, full like restaurant kitchen. I mean, this yeah. thing. I don't understand why anybody needs a house this big. Because, like, where could you possibly be? Like, what? There's too much. Like, I don't. Like, no offense, Holly. I feel like you could exist on like one little tiny piece of this. But
2: that's fine. Just break me off a piece of that <laughs> and put it somewhere else, like, and then I'll live in it. Put Holly in the foyer, and she'll be fine. Yeah, I'm totally she'll, fine. She'll fix. But the it's wine. not even mm-hmm.
1: like the, the outside. I don't know. It's just I. What? I don't. Yeah. Okay, good for you, it's Kim. A Bye.
2: It's a lot. But now you know. Now let's now let's let's back up the truck and not just talk about the story itself. Let's talk about where it is. It's in TMZ. The and article, what does that yeah. usually mean to us?
1: Well, it means the information is coming from Chris Jenner. And likely. here's
2: why here's why I think it's really interesting because I think again it goes toward that narrative of trying to make everything sound like it's perfectly like um, like this is going to be like a smooth divorce. They're fine. Everything is good. They both agreed on this. Is that everything about this article in TMZ makes it sound like Kim is taking the home and Kanye, even though he put so much love and attention into it, he's okay with it. And he's graciously giving it over to her because it's what's right for the kids.
1: Yeah. So she's trying to make that case. Somebody's trying to exactly. make that case on her behalf. Hoping that Kanye exactly. will listen. I I mean, let's be honest, with with any of these homes or any of the pieces of property that they live in, they're these are just real estate investments. So insofar as they think they can make money off of these properties, I, you know, they'll go up for sale whenever the market is, you know, ripe for the opportunity. I don't think this has anything to do with like what they think is the best you know, like, well, we just don't want to take the kids out of school because you know they're they're got to be close to their friends. This is not your typical like separation conversation.
2: Not even a little bit. Like, you're absolutely right. In fact, actually, like, nothing about the Kardashian children's life is your typical conversation. Yeah. Like when I look at that house, I'm sorry, and this is going to sound like I'm judging the house. I'm yes, I am jealous. Don't at me. Am I though? No, because no, that's a lot to take care of.
1: No, it's not even. Uh, if I had my, you know, however many millions of dollars to build a house of my own, I mean, I don't think any of ours would look like this. Oh my With gosh! With the exception like of the inside of the for Holly, she can have the inside. But she
2: can have the inside. Yeah. Thank it you. would be a quarter of the size of this. But you look at this house and you think like each child essentially has their own home inside the home.
1: It looks like it's a. a it looks like a religious compound.
2: It totally does. Yeah. <clears> it absolutely does. Um. Also, I'm sorry. Now I'm going to judge because I didn't build the home. Does the pool? The pool looks like way too far away from the main house, and that bothers me.
1: <laughs> why? Because you're afraid you're not going to be able to see your kids if they're out at the pool.
2: No, like who? You and know, I would like I to also know. point
1: out there's an entire house next to the pool.
2: Right. That's like the actual pool house. <laughs> yes. I bet that that's the gym. That's another thing I saw today. There was this. Um, I was. I don't. Don't ask me why. I was like looking through old Kim and Chloe um, Instagram posts. And there was this one post that actually was in that article we just talked about in the D-Bag segment with um, Chloe in her Good American shoes. Mm -hmm. Deep in that article, there's an old Instagram post where Kim is taking a picture of herself and Chloe's on the floor in the back. And Kim says something like, so fun to run into Chloe at the gym. And I was laughing because yeah, I was thinking, no like, they're not, like, heading out to the planet fitness together. No. Like, this is their home gym that they're both... Sh- it's not like they, like, ran... Oh, you're here, too. That's not how that works.
1: There's also... There appears to be three pools. I can count where, three.
2: Where are the other two? Or that
1: might actually be a roof. So there's two. There looks like there's, like, a, a more um, sort of amusement park pool that's off in the distance set behind some trees unless that's on a different property but it looks like it's all part of the same property like it's their hideaway okay. pool
2: oh my gosh i mean imagine that whatever listen yes i'm i i could spend a weekend there and be perfectly happy but again this is all in service of chris jenner pushing the narrative that a this this entire divorce is very amicable and b that Kim is going out of her way to care for Kanye.
1: I think this is yeah, this is, yeah, this is about it. Chris Jenner trying to preemptively make the case for what Kim should get out of this divorce because I don't buy this notion that everything's hunky dory. And Not I think, you know, by pushing stories like this, she's trying to make the case that Kim you know, Kim really should have this house because she's got all those kids. And, you know, you'd want to keep the kids in a stable place. You know, they want to be comfortable. They don't want to have to be, like, you know, torn away from what they're, you know, used to.
2: You may wonder where uh people think Kanye is going to end up.
1: I mean, he's living in his ranch. Don't forget exactly. he has an entire in ranch Wyoming. in Wyoming.
2: Yeah, he's all good. Yeah they're they're both all good everybody's going to be just fine, fine. the children fine. the children are going to be fine worry not about the kardashian children also holly i just want to on your behalf say that the best part of their home is the closets they look like department stores that's fine i enjoyed oh that my gosh very much no i know i'm saying like that is yeah but if i moved you. into it it would be empty it would be yeah because I don't it would have the nice empty room. It'd be a great for me to, room to yoga. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But how many empty rooms you need, girl?
2: I uh, I like don't two. Have, I don't
1: have stuff. No, but I'm saying like, do you want a house this big that's empty? Wouldn't you just rather have a nice like four bedroom house that's empty and you're like in a nice little quiet space?
2: I'm just gonna roller skate through this house. <laughs> okay. Is it the aesthetic that you like? Yes. Is that kind of, I was gonna okay. say I think yeah. yes. It's the aesthetic. Yeah. Shrink it down to, to like say, two rooms, and then that's fine. Better you than me because I look at that and it gives me anxiety. Like oh all God. I can see, like throw is a rug on the Hand prints on the walls. Like I can see, like you know, my coffee spilled on one of those couches. Oh, I just. Get but anxiety. it's just gonna be me and my roller skates, and it's gonna be fine. Fine. I two, fine. I bought two. I bought two decorative yeah. pillows this year, and I resent the fact that I had to do that. I'm sorry. Two. You poor thing. <laughs> When we come back on the Uh, Colleen and Bradley Show, caramel or peanut butter? Caramel or peanut butter? 651 641 1071. We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071.
1: Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy, you don't even need an interview.